0: Hello and welcome to this edition of The Current Report, our weekly roundup of what's happening in the world of digital media. We've reported a lot about the red-hot retail media space, but this week we're focusing our attention on another set of competitors that are tapping into the retail media space on their ad platforms, ride-hailing and food delivery services. It's perhaps not a surprise that such apps want a piece of the action. The retail media market is forecast to grow almost 10% this year, according to new estimates from Group M. And that's even faster growth than the 6% forecast for the digital ad market as a whole. Last week, European food delivery giant Delivery Hero pointed to its ad tech offering as one of the reasons for its bullish outlook. Meanwhile, in the US, ride-hailing firm Lyft introduced new ad products – likely as an attempt to compete with Uber, which has its own plan to introduce new ad formats onto its app. Well, joining me now to talk about these moves is our reporter, Zach Wang. Hi Zach. Hi Damien, thanks for having me. To what extent are these moves by the ride hailing and food delivery apps inspired by what's happening in the retail
1: media space? Well, obviously, um, you know they're seeing the huge potential in the space. Uh, you've mentioned some of the the numbers, you know, the group M figures. Um, I mean, the growth in the space is is really incredible. Um, and these apps already have millions of users um, you know accustomed to using the app, shopping on the app. Uh, these users are you know, at the point of purchase. they're they're really primed really. Um, for purchasing and and you know so this is really a really great opportunity for them to capture uh, more revenue and and you know users who are more keen on impulse purchases uh, you know who want convenience you know something to deliver really fast so th- it kind of opens up a new uh, subset of more um, consumers if you will
0: yeah it's an interesting space and are these ad offerings proving to be lucrative for these services
1: yeah i'll say so um you know give you a couple of examples um you know uber uh recently reported a 500 million dollar uh annual r- run rate for its ad sales uh, its competitor lyft um didn't report exact figures but they did say they grew revenue 400 percent year on year in um, the second quarter of this year so some some pretty impressive figures you know, um, and, and at the end of the day, these companies are under pressure, um, like retailers as well, to, to really boost the profit margins, you know, to find new avenues of growth. Um, and from what we're seeing, this could be really, uh, you know, a big, big one for them. It
0: seems like uh, ride hailing apps want to monetize all services that are likely to be seen. And,
1: and this isn't just in, in the U.S. and the U.K., but it's, it's everywhere around the world. Yeah, I, th- I think you could say that. Um, you know, one of the recent announcements to to come out of Uber was that they will start running full-length uh, video ads on their apps. Uh, they're going to start installing uh, in-car screens in select U.S. cities. Uh, you know, that's something that's not, not necessarily new, right? Lyft has been doing that for a while. You know, if you if you look outside of the U.S., you've got um, Gojek in Indonesia, um, right? the, the dominant player there. They've been doing that for a while, right? They've got sort of, these uh, hybrid kind of digital home screens, if you will, attached to the back of motorcycles. Yeah, in your reporting,
0: you say that these apps could find themselves competing with retailers and their own ambitions to capture ad spend. Could this be a, a sort of challenge?
1: Well yeah, that's that's definitely an interesting um, dynamic there, you know. To be sure it does introduce uh, more competition for ad dollars. Um, you know, it just adds a new dimension, right? A new kind of um, cohort of consumers as well, um, as, as we talked about. And um, one of the n- important things here is that there are going to be overlapping categories. Um, you know, we've got um, CPG or consumer packaged goods, you know, food, obviously, um, alcohol as well is going to be a big one. Um, but, you know, on, on the same t- at the same time, um, some of these apps are positioning themselves as, as digital partners to these retailers. A spokesperson from Delivery Hero told me that, you know, they, they see themselves more as partners than competitors. Um, but, you know, others, other experts told me, you know, it's 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 tough to to say that, um, you know, that it's full on partner or competitor. It's likely to be um, kind of a mix of both. Right.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Zach, thanks very much for all, all your reporting on this. Yeah, thank you for having me. Also this week, we're covering the rise of shoppable TV ads, which means that you can add items to your shopping cart with a click of your TV remote, allowing you to make a purchase inside a streaming platform. It's a whole new world of CTV commerce, or T-commerce as some people have dubbed it. Innovation is already well underway with the likes of Roku partnering up with Walmart and Shopify in the last year. And that collaboration has proved a big success with three times higher click-through rates than the average campaign, according to Walmart. And meanwhile, NBC Universal aligned shoppable items with its hit show Love Island to let Peacock viewers buy the same outfits sported by the contestants, if you can believe that. Love Island fans take this stuff seriously, with 40 to 70 percent of viewers saying they were likely to buy these items. Some say this new level of interactive TV has cracked the code on shoppable ads. For more on this story, go to thecurrent.com. Next, our weekly roundup of what's making news across the internet. Elements of Europe's Sweeping Digital Services Act is now in effect. The new regulation is designed to limit the spread of potentially harmful content, including advertising. To start, 19 of the biggest online platforms in the world, from TikTok, to YouTube, to Facebook, will have to identify and flag possible illegal content and take it down. If they don't follow the rules, they could potentially be fined a percentage of their revenue, which could add up to a substantial figure. And don't call it a comeback, but malls in America are thriving. A recent report found malls are drawing bigger crowds than before the pandemic, with increases in annual growth, occupancy rate and foot traffic. And while e-commerce was once seen as a threat to physical stores, many retailers are now using their physical and digital properties to complement each other. The latest evolution in how malls operate speaks to the ever-changing dynamics of retail today. And that's it for this edition of The Current Report. For a deeper dive on all of these stories and more, check out thecurrent.com. We'll see you next week.